ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and it is time for another word with Miss P. I hope you are excited because I am stoked. Did people still say stoked? Well, I just did. I am very happy to be here. On today's episode, I will tackle season six, episode number six of The Real Housewives of Potomac. This one was a lot. And you don't want to miss this week's What You Say Happen Now topics. Ugh, I repeat, this week was a lot. It's jam-packed, honey. with the Real Housewives of Potomac. This one is entitled Land of the Free and Home of the Shade. I said, oh shit, when I read the title. Bravo knows what they be doing. And this one, it did not disappoint me. It was jam-packed, so let's do it. We're back in Virginia, and Giselle is telling Karen that I want Ray Ray to live. I don't want him to die. Like, what are you talking about? And uh-oh, out of nowhere, Wendy steps in and says it didn't sound like Giselle was wishing death on little Ray. And granted, how Bravo does, they go back in time. And Giselle said he will be buried six feet under before this fades. AKA, uh, that personally to me wasn't wishing death on little Ray. It was just saying that little Ray will be on to glory. He'll be with Jesus before her looks fade. And what I wanted to say to that was, Giselle, how do you know that, pudding pop? That's what I feel like Karen should have said. Instead of saying, you wish death on my husband. Girl, nobody wish death on little Ray. My thing is, you should have said, well, girl, how you know? Ray might outlive us all. Now, granted, I doubt it, but here we go. Karen was like, this is between Giselle and I, to be honest, ladies. We do not need to discuss this right now. And I'm like, no, honey bun, let's please get to it because it's four years later and y'all still haven't resolved anything. Y'all have gone through 8,000 lace fronts. Y'all have gone through four more seasons and there's still no resolve. Everybody needs to talk. Y'all know people that would talk about the same thing for like 50 years. Those types of personnel make me itch. Like the back of my neck itches when people like to go back in time and tell the same story that they told you three weeks ago. And it's like, bruh, can we do something else? They gonna be old as hell on the porch still saying, bitch, you make me shit. Like I can really see Karen and Giselle doing that. Ugh. So everybody is trying to have a come to Jesus moment with Karen and Giselle. But of course, they're still eye rolling and being in sixth grade. Giselle says, you know what? I'm willing to throw the whole thing away, meaning the relationship in the trash because she cannot fix her face and apologize. Giselle said, I mean, until you acknowledge and apologize for the death comment for little Ray, I am done with it too. Y'all are too damn old. I was sick of that whole back and forward, okay? I'm glad Bravo cut it off. It's time to go to the cottage. And the cottage is giving old Williamsburg teas. It's very quaint. And the poor babies, oh my God, they have to take their bags upstairs. I was looking at Wendy, a scholar, and Karen like, if y'all don't get y'all asses together and take that luggage up the damn stairs, well, you get an Airbnb. Yes, I said an Airbnb. You take your bags up there yourself. If y'all wanted to live in luxury, y'all should have went to the Four Seasonals or wherever you go, okay, for the lap of luxury, honey. They kill me. They just kill me. It's time for some photos with Michael, Ashley, and the Cherins. So freaking cute. 
Oh, my God. They made some really cute kids. If they didn't do nothing else, they were bang, bang, banging two good times and made some good, good looking children. And they look just like Michael, like so cute. So she tells Michael that she's going to go, you know, with the girls for the day uh, to Williamsburg. And he was like, you know what? It sounds like a good idea. I think you should do it. And I was like, good job, Michael, because, honey, you do whatever the hell you want to. She need a little bit of peace. She really does. Meanwhile, everybody is getting ready for dinner. Giselle and Robin start talking about something is off with Wendy. You know, freaking frack. They love to go off into their little um, zone and start talking about people. And then they be shocked when people get whiff of it. And they like, I didn't say that. No, I couldn't well they were on camera. They personally don't like the drastic change in Wendy's clothing and her attitude. They like old Wendy. They say the new Wendy is cold. And I'm sitting here like, so y'all haven't changed? People can't change? People can't get their titties done, get their ass plumped up. People can't change professions. See, that's the problem right now is when people love to evolve or do something for themselves that has absolutely nothing to do with you. People hate it and they hate on it. And they just look like some bitter ass Bettys in that whole part. I was just looking at, I couldn't even formulate words for that because I'm sitting here like, both of y'all got shit going on and y'all want to talk about somebody else's shit. I personally enjoy when people love to upgrade themselves. Get you a new booty, get you some new tits. I didn't have to pay for them. What is not clean in the water is what they're trying to talk about. Is she overcompensating? Now, personally, I feel like that's what they should have went to. Not, ooh, I don't like the new Wendy. Wendy, she got some new titties. I've seen more of Wendy's body. Shut, shut up. People just love to talk and don't be talking about nothing. So we head to the restaurant. Candace is talking about how Chris is now her husbander. Giselle, oh my God, it was like every single part in this episode, Giselle had to stick her throat in it. Giselle was like, so is he Kris Jenner now for you? I said, oh, <laughs> then she went into, is Chris writing your coattails or really being your manager? Giselle, hush puppy, hush. And I really enjoyed Candace's remark with this. She said, you know what? I understand my marriage. I said, bloop, there you go. Everybody was just a snapping their fingers and doing a light hand, a golf clap for Candace because she said, honey, I understand my marriage. And I so agreed with her, baby, you do what's right for you. As far as you, Giselle, get you and Jamal together. That's what you can do. If Candace likes it, I love it. I believe you can both support each other in your endeavors and you can do your individual things too. There's nothing wrong with supporting each other, but I always believe you have to have something that you enjoy doing. And if your partner wants to support and do what they want to do for you, that's on you. And nothing's wrong with that. So I'm really looking at Giselle like, girl, if you don't shut up, how do we then segue to Robin and Juan? I have no idea. But I'm so glad Robin starts talking about herself. She tells the ladies that she's really unmotivated lately. And when he says her lack of motivation is a turnoff, I said, yikes. And the way Bravo went back and did that whole reel again, just so we could hear what Juan was saying, I said, damn, damn, damn. Damn it, Giselle bites again. She said, honey, no man wants to marry unattractive. I said, oh, oh. But everybody else was like, are you neglecting yourself? And she was like, well, yeah. And they were like, oh. Giselle was like, are you neglecting your kids? I said, damn it, Giselle. And of course, Robin was like, well, yeah. But the way she said, well, yeah, it was like, hell yeah, I'm neglecting their asses too. 
I said, damn it. Well, Robin, if you're going to neglect, you better do it from the top to the bottom. But she said every year she is like seasonally depressed and her personality doesn't like structure. And everybody was like, okay, we hear you. We hear you. That happens. Uh, Do you need to see someone? Actually, not do you. Will you? When are you going to? That's very important because if you're experiencing that every single year, whether it's a pandemic or not, you definitely have to take hold of that and make sure that you can still be productive and motivated because you know what is coming. It is possible that there is something else under there, but kudos to her for being vulnerable enough to express that because there's so many people going through that. Honey, everybody has episodes. I don't care who you are. You can be the most happy, positive person in life, but everybody has their moments where they're feeling unmotivated, not productive. They don't want to do anything. Anxiety through the roof, depression. It happens to people. And I'm so glad Robin was like, you know what? I'm unmotivated, ladies. But at the same time for Giselle to just, think about don't a man want to marry um unmotivated and he's saying that's unattractive that's not the problem here the problem here is baby girl wants to get out of bed she knows there's a problem there and getting the help that she needs the problem is not when a man is going dun 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 you and y'all already dun 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 like <laughs> that is yesteryear okay we can talk about that at another time another day And also, the next thing is they should be asking, well, um, how does Juan support you? That's another thing. Hopefully Juan sees himself on the good old TV screen when the season's over and says, damn, I was a little bit too much. I should have been supporting my wife just a little bit more, helping her ass get out to bed, making her a little smoothie instead of beating her ass up. And that's something that I want to segue to is sometimes you're not going to get the results that you want quote unquote, out of people um, until you change a little bit yourself. You can't say, oh, that's unattractive. You unmotivated. You think that's going to make somebody get up out the damn bed? Hell no. You have to help the people in your life. Now, of course, sometimes, and I'm going to say this, there are times when people do not want to help themselves. And that's totally understandable. I get it. And there's a time when you can go, you know what? Uh, They don't want to help themselves, so I'm not going to help anymore. But you can't just out of the gate not do shit. And it's the same thing for Robin as well. Baby girl, you got to start getting up. Even if you don't get up at 7.30, at least try for 8 o'clock. You know, help yourself as well. So people can help you, but you got to help yourself too. Wendy then goes into, girl, I understand. I feel overwhelmed. It is time to bring up how they feel about Wendy. Wendy couldn't even get out what she's going through for them jumping in. And the aha is the way that they did it was so unprofessional and ungirlfriend like, like out of nowhere, let the girl express herself. No, you jump down her throat talking about the Wendy. And this was Robin. The Wendy of last year was just not that loose. I said, oh, not that loose. You said loose. Uh, Robin, girl, I know you're going through some things, but uh, baby, that adjective was a lot. Candace called Robin and Giselle Tweedle and Twaddle. (laughs) I was dying laughing. But when Giselle said that it was a lack of substance to Wendy this year, I said, hey, what? I, I just could not fathom what Robin and Giselle were saying in regards to Wendy. I was so like, 
my mouth was ajar. It really was. Wendy was like, we're often put in a box. Then Mia had to stop her and said, well, I mean, you will never see Michelle Obama or Oprah with like their tits out. And I'm sitting here like, Mia, shut the hell up. You always dressed, okay, with your tits to the sky and your face plastered, okay? You're the last one that needs to be talking. Thank you. And my other thing is, Michelle Obama always gave a good old nasty arm, pushed it to the limit, wore form-fitting. You know, she was looking good, okay? Always loved her pants, suits. She was amazing as first lady and changed the game, okay? And we all loved it. Oprah, on the other hand, that's a different story. And she can do whatever the fuck she wants to do. And in general, women, we can do whatever the hell we want to do. And we do not have to ask anybody for permission. I really like what Wendy said. I can stand before you as a professor, a commentator, and still love to twerk and do whatever the hell I want to do. Exactly. Do what you want. Has the body changed you? That... (laughs) That was the next question. And I was so glad that Karen interjected. And she was like, Wendy... Don't defend your choice to do what you wanted to do for yourself. And of course, you had to make it about her. If I wanted to show my pubes, I could. I wanted to say, skirt, Karen, don't nobody want to see your coochie? Don't nobody want to see that. But thank you for interjecting. (sighs) What we're going to go into next was a scholar. I love how she just takes it upon herself every single episode that she's been in thus far to ask what she wants. And she moves it to Giselle and says, you know what? Um, Let's talk about your relationship status. Huh. In total Giselle fashion, she says, I'm not going to discuss that in front of trolls. I was done. And Karen was like, girl, your life is a lie. You're defensive and you just attack. And that's what you do. So you don't have to talk about anything if you don't want to. Everybody knows what's going on with you and Jamal. Actually, everybody knows what's not going on with you and Jamal. And you're very defensive and you like to attack people. And, you know, everybody was looking like, that is very true, Karen. Very, very true. And the whole time, Giselle was like, that is not true. I was like, Giselle, girl, have several seats, please. You have done enough for this entire episode. (laughs) When Wendy was in her confessional and said that her left implant had more substance than Giselle, I was dead. Cremation. Um, I was totally in a mausoleum. Yes, I was cremated, then put in the mausoleum. It was a lot going on. The next morning, Wendy was talking to Karen. Actually, let's backtrack a second. Everybody was going back to their respective cottage or um, estate. And then in certain Tweedle and Twaddle fashion, Robin and Giselle were talking about, I know Wendy's going to overthink that comment that we had. And then, of course, you know, Wendy is going to. The next morning, Wendy was talking to Karen and felt a type of way because of Giselle's lack of substance comment. And the ah-ha-ha-ha of that one is, Karen said, are you covered up? Girl, uh uh-uh. And she was covered up from the top to the bottom. And you could tell Wendy was like, let me just cover up. My bathing suit's going to be in my bag. And she was like, no, I'm just covered for breakfast. Girl, uh uh-uh. You were really affected. I have never seen her emotional like that. But words do hurt, especially if you value the other person's opinion. Personally, I love what Karen said. Do whatever the hell you want to do, honey. If you want to walk around here naked, that is your biznai. And I really hate it during this episode how Giselle was just digging and digging and digging 
for both of her so-called friends, Wendy and Robin. And I really hate how Wendy, uh, oh my God, the lack of substance comment. Sometimes people don't think about what they're saying to people, even if they're trying to say it in a nice way or whatever. Oh my God, you really have to think before you speak. And that's even for me as well. Sometimes I just say whatever. And then afterwards, I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. And that's for everybody. You never know what people are going through what's happening in their lives, et cetera, et cetera. And for her to say a lack of substance this year, honey, everybody and their mama got a lack of substance this year. We are going through so much in our lives. You do not know. So Giselle, girl, you get the bonk award. Yes, I'm gonna start bonk awards. Uh-huh, doing the damn most. That's a bonk. Uh-uh, I don't like it. My mama and I, we say it all the time. Bonk. She gets the Bonk Award, the Dumbass Award, okay? And yes, I I don't like calling people dumbasses, but some dumbass comments were made. So you get the award. Per Bravo, we don't even get to see the showdown until next week when Ashley comes. Uh-oh. How did I know that when Ashley comes, it's going to be some shit? Ashley, I've, I was trying to give her a chance this seasonal because she was pregnated. She was having the little baby. But huh, she always brings some shit with her. She's the shit carrier. And I'm glad that she actually is bringing the shit next episode because it needed to be brought in, okay? Everybody is so grown, walking around, not saying what's really on their heart, okay? Hurting people's feelings. But it's about to go down. It really is. But that was the episode, honey. Whew, like I said, it was a lot. It, it really was. <laughs> Bravo gave me everything that I needed for this episode. And I know next episode is going to be even better. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm, I just can't wait. y'all let's get into what you say happened now thoughts and prayers are going to afghanistan and haiti shoot all over the world it's so much going on and we are in a global crisis i'm not gonna go all the way in because we'll be here for another hour and we don't have that type of time and i always say i don't really get into politics because you know it's so political and nitpicky and it changes every day and by the time i talk about something it's gonna change but I will say, please inform yourself about the world's issues because it is very, very important. At the current time on social media, everybody is pointing fingers and the political climate is always at an all-time high. It's like, who did what? And this spiral from this president and this one should have done this one and this why I voted for this one. And it's like, at this point, who gives a shit? It's happening. What are we going to do about that? As far as who is responsible, it's everybody's responsibility to stay informed and make changes where you can. Like I said, I try to stay my, I mean, stay my black ass out of politics because it's ever changing. And it's always some bullshit, to be honest. And I hate bullshit. So I always say I stay out of where the bullshit is. And that's personally, politically lately, it's always some bullshit. It's always something. But I do stay in the know. And I suggest that you do the same. Half the time I say I'm not watching the news because it's sad as hell. But here we are. I would rather be informed than not. Yes, you can learn a lot from social media, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you got to know where you are getting your information from because half of that information is false, which is, I mean, it just, it is what it is. Even now in today's society where you can ingest so much information, half of it is fraudulent. 
So please be informed, people. Take in as much as you can, but please be sure to sift out what is bullshit and what you can't personally take that's negative because consuming so much information, you have to be able to sift that out because after a while, it's too much. Um, So that's what I'm going to say about that. Something else I'm trying to sift out is this video. We're going to go on to lighter news. This chick wants to know, should she date while preggers? Now, you probably saw the video. She's in her car. She's a real cute girl. She's pregnant. I mean, all cute, ready to go. And she's sitting here talking about, I mean, I've heard so many people say different things, but I mean, should I be able to date while I'm pregnant? Personally, I want to say, girl, if you don't sit your ass down and continue to uh, bake that baby, the last thing my emotional ass is thinking about is going on a date with somebody I don't even know. For those of you who don't know, I am expecting. I know, yay. Um, As much as I want to party and bullshit, I can't right now. And I personally don't even feel like doing it as I get further and further along. I want to take a nap right now. I really do. I'm sitting in front of my mic. I'm in my nice chair. But the aha is I need a huge pillow in the back of me. I'm thinking about it right now. And I can't imagine flirting and shit with a brand new dude. Like, I really can't imagine that. It's nothing wrong with dating. It's nothing wrong with doing that. But do you know what goes into dating? The emotional process of dating, the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs. It's a lot. It's a whole process with dating. And you're getting ready to bring a whole baby into the world. Child, no, I can't. I mean, shout out to my husband for putting up with my emotional, hungry, crazy ass during this time. Now, granted, I have to give it to myself. I've been very chill during my pregnancy, but there are times when I want to rip somebody's head off and it's just random as hell. And he'd be sitting there like, oh, okay, I'm a, huh, what? Oh, I'm gonna let you have your time right now. You want me to go get you a Snickers ice cream bar? And I'm like, yeah, help me so I don't jump off the ledge. It's so random. So I really can't imagine dating somebody totally random right now. I mean, shit happens. It really does. But pregnancy is a lot. Now, personally, honey, do you do what you want to do and live in color. But for me, I could not do it. I, I just, huh, I, I couldn't, huh, I, I, no, I can't. Mm-mm, I really can't think about that right now. I, I believe, no, I just can't. What say you? I would love to know your thoughts about that. Now, y'all know we have to get into some COVID talk. I feel like for the last couple of episodes, I've been talking about COVID here and there. And you know, I got to keep it up. <sighs> We're going to start with Jim Jones, balling, you know, we fly, no lie, you know it, balling that Jim Jones, okay? We fly high, Jim Jones, yeah. (sighs) Jim Jones is always going to have a close space in my heart. I loved him in high school. I don't know why, um, but I still love him. Uh, So I follow him on Instagram. And even now with him being uh, the hood weatherman, like, I really enjoy his antics. And... He had to let us know that he had the Rona and to make sure to tell us all that this is real out here and to play no games out here with the COVID Navidad. Now, the aha for me is, sir, you out here making music videos, you out here just out here. I ain't seen not a mask in sight with Jim Jones unless he was doing the weather or doing something very, very professional. Even with the verses, it was too damn much. People are just out here like they don't give a fuck. 
To be honest, even with these concerts, things are opening back up slowly but surely. I personally don't feel that um, secure going out right now in the throngs of people. I don't. Even with the kids going back to school. Oh, child, it's just a lot. When I see too many people, I have to turn around. I can't even go into home goods right now without my mask and turning around. One, because I get too hot. One, I don't feel like walking around the whole building. And then I see so many people. And some people have masks on. Some people don't. Some people are just breathing air raw. And I'm like, how did we get here? Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. I don't want to do this. It's just too much going on. And for Jimmy to have to tell everybody that COVID is real when his ass was just out here balling, it makes me go, sir, <sighs> Jimmy, I don't. That's one. Re- huh, sir, you are doing the damn much. You're doing too much. And we already knew it was real out here, but it takes these celebrities to say, oh, Lord, I'm sick. It's real out here for everybody to go, oh, Lord. No, you should take it upon yourself to know that this Delta variant is real out here. Jimmy, you head on, take care of yourself, take care of Chris and take care of, take care of everybody, okay? And just have several seats, um, have your vitamins and be careful out here, okay? Thank you. It ain't a game out here. It's not going nowhere. Deacon Fat Joe told us best, the COVID is in there somewhere. And it's the truth. You don't know who has COVID out here. You really don't know. Everybody can say, I took, I got my, I took the vaccine. I got my results. You don't know shit. You don't know. So all you can do is take care of yourself and make sure you have your sanitizer, have your mask out here and quit breathing on people. Florida school district calls an emergency meeting after 5,500 plus students are forced to quarantine over COVID-19 outbreak. I'm not laughing at it. I'm laughing at what I said last week. Y'all remember when I was talking about the governors um, in Texas, Florida, basically saying, fuck it, do what you want to. No mask needed. Now you got all these kids that have to be quarantined, can't even go back to school like they were supposed to. They mama done got all these supplies, book bags, new haircuts, and they got to go home. And their governor was the main one talking about, we don't need no mask. We don't need no mask. And still on the same guideline, which is very confusing to me. I'm very confused as to you're seeing all these outbreaks and you still like, don't you put no, we ain't having no mandate. Everybody, I'm cutting funding. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Meanwhile, Clemson professors plan a whole walkout over lack of COVID precautions. Kimberly Paul, who's an associate professor of genetics and chemistry, announced a protest on Facebook. Now, you know her ass wasn't with the shits. She doing genetics and chemistry. She know what this shit can do to people. She said the lack of a mass mandate is endangering the health and lives of us all. University leadership is not listening to us. It's time to take action, she wrote. Honey, it's crazy. If you're wearing the mask, say it's about 10% of people at a university wearing the mask and everybody else is not. That's not safe at all. Like, it's crazy. And you wonder why there's outbreaks. You wonder why you have to go home. You wonder why we have to shut down. Huh? Everybody should put their mask on. I totally believe right before, you remember when summertime was approaching, May was here. And every state was lifting their mask mandate. We went from being in a stage, was it a category, a stage, whatever, three, four, five, back down to a one. We were just out here living our lives like it was golden, going on trips, doing whatever. And now people are getting sick again because of this Delta variant. 
it's crazy. And it's really real out here. What really sucks is huh, these kids have to go back to school. People are going back to work. Um, life is trying to get back to normal, but it really can't because this variant is out here, honey. And y'all have been seeing all these memes <laughs> talking about how the variant has changed everybody's life plans. It's crazy. It is really nuts out here, but it is real life. This lack of washing and deodorant is no joke. And this Delta variant is no joke, people. And I need y'all to understand that. Thank you so much for coming to my TED Talk. Please wash your damn hands. Quit uh, breathing on the back of people's necks. Uh, Give people 50 feet. I don't care. I was in Walmart the other day and I was like, what the hell? Even self-checkout was popping. I just can't. Please have your mask on. Get you a bunch of colors in the mask. It's too damn hot for me to have the fabric ones on, but I keep those disposable ones handy, okay? And quit touching shit. That's what I have to say. Get you some Lysol wipes. They are the best. And wipe your shit down, even in your house. Keep wiping. Uh, Oh, my God. In my house, I wipe the hand, the doorknobs. I wipe everything down because you never know. You outside, you come back in, wipe your steering wheels off, people. Wipe your door handles. (laughs) Please sanitize your shit because the COVID is lurking. You never know where it's lurking at. You don't know. You really don't know out here. It's very, very important. And yes, I'm a germaphobe, so I take things to the extreme. But baby, I have a lot to lose. I really do. Okay? And you should feel the same out here. It's no joke. But thank y'all so much for listening to this week's What You Say Happen Now. If you have any topics, make sure you hit me up. I'm on all the social medias. Hit me up, honey. And I'll talk to y'all next week. All right? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, make sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review. Every single comment matters. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss TP90. See y'all next week. Thank you.